You on, Andrew? You recording? Yeah, I am. We are back. Today is the last day of 2022. And Andrew, per your suggestion, we have come up with lists of our top five films (laughs) that have come out in the year 2022. And perhaps we may even discuss some of the best films that we saw in 2022 that necessarily or weren't necessarily released in 2022. So should we do this by going a bit back and forth and start with our five and move up to one? Yeah, Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's do. Go let's go back and forth. Because I don't know your list. You don't know my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be funny if we just like, you know, say your fifth entry. We'll start with you. You can say your fifth entry, okay. why you like it, and then same with me, and just keep All going right. until we're done. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> so, I didn't see a lot of new films this year. When I was looking back on my letterbox, I only saw about fifteen new films this year. So. The list to choose from wasn't the largest. Yeah. But taking that into account, thinking of all the films that I watched this year, and all of these, of course, were movie theater experiences. I don't think I saw any new movies for the first time at home. So number five is going to be a film I saw this summer, which I was very surprised by. I thought it would be okay. I didn't think there'd be anything of it, but I came to really enjoy it a lot, which is Bullet Train. Uh, Brad Pitt and a a shit ton of other famous people in it. (laughs) It's surprisingly funny. The action is very solid. There's nothing really like spectacular about the plot line here. You know, it's very kind of boilerplate standardized sort of, you know, uh, assassin comes back from being retired it's just an all around good time. I mean, I really enjoyed watching it in the movie theater. I laughed a shit ton. I thought the action was very on point, some really cool action scenes, a lot of great stunts and just an overall good time. (laughs) Okay, cool. I watched, um, I don't think I watched, I wish I watched more new movies this year. There were some that kind of like slipped by me that I really wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, there's some blind spots that I definitely should have, um, I actually, last week I, I was going to go see Avatar. I discussed that with you. Yeah. You're going to go see it right after the <laughs> and, podcast. And uh, I was going to go, yeah, it was like Christmas Eve and I did like right after the podcast I left and I had to drive like 20 or 30 minutes to the theater because of all the snow and ice. And when I got there, um, they were closed because of staffing. So I couldn't go oh, see Avatar. Oh, shit. I probably I probably could have gone somewhere else and seen it, but yeah. I wanted to see it in IMAX 3D. But sure. later today, we're going to go to the theater uh, tonight and go see it. So, so it's going to happen. Seeing Avatar, <laughs> yeah, so it's going to happen tonight. And seeing Avatar right. might affect the list a little bit, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, you know, it'll depend if I like it or not. But I also, you know, I wish I would have seen Tar. I didn't see The Fablemans. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Blonde. All these movies I haven't seen yet. You know, The Whale is starting to get released, but I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the new George Miller movie or anything like that. Yeah, there's just some movies I didn't get around to seeing, but that's okay. Um, But number five 
is I think a movie that I thought maybe would have been my favorite, but I think has kind of gone down a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. But it's still a great movie, and I think it's a, a lovely film. Uh, nope, directed by Jordan Peele. Wow, <clears throat> great movie. Um, okay. and just you know a very uh kind of you know movies about a movie about movies and alien abductions. I thought it was gen- I thought it was pretty funny and nice. Um, you know Jordan Peele. He's a very highfalutin director <laughs> and filmmaker, mm-hmm. so I think that maybe is why it's kind of like fallen in favor a little bit for me. Um, I don't think he's like a master craftsman, but he's still like really good, and I think he has like some good ideas going on here that are really amazing. And um, and when it works, it just really works. There's some genuinely terrifying stuff in it that I think is really great, and I don't know, just like a really solid movie. I really enjoyed it, and. Uh, yeah, like I said, fallen in favor with me a little bit over recently, but um, yeah, it's really, it's really good. Pretty, you know, just kind of a touching movie too. Wow, I did not expect that. I was going to see Nope in theaters when it came out, but it kept getting pushed back, and <laughs> I am a bit disappointed that I didn't see that in theaters. I agree with you, Jordan Peele. He can be a bit overrated. I mean, the fact I, that I watched out... Us for the first time recently too, and that movie is like I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't super <laughs> impressed with it. It's good, but I wasn't crazy about it. Mm-hmm. But I think we do have to remember that Jordan Peele is still a pretty young director. I mean, it's only his third film. He's still in his forties. Maybe he's fifty. He's still pretty young for a director. So he's got well, a long way a, to go. It, well, there's one movie that I think is a little bit better than any Jordan Peele movie that I'm going to talk about later in the list, and it's the guy's first movie. So <laughs> we'll see about that. Okay, okay. Well, we'll see. All right, so moving on to number four, I have a movie that I did not expect to be on this list. I was excited to see this film mm-hmm. all year. I've been excited for this film since they originally announced all these things were going to take place. It is Matt Reeves' The Batman yeah, I thought uh, Rob Pat's performance was very enjoyable. He's one of my favorite Batmans personally because he's just an insane person. Yeah, I love the idea of Batman being more comfortable as Batman than he is as Bruce Wayne. I also really enjoy the idea of Bruce Wayne not being this, you know, philandering ladies man but just being like basically a crazy person because he is he is a crazy person i mean he's a man he's a nerd who dresses up as a bat who puts on makeup and dresses up as a bat as night and this is the first version that i've seen where they embrace that insanity that craziness they embrace the idea that batman really isn't a good guy i mean he's not necessarily a bad guy well he kind of is i mean he's going around beating people up like to smithereens (laughs) And I suppose Michael Keaton's Batman murdered people, and this one doesn't necessarily murder people, but it is a grimy Gotham. I love Paul Dano as the Riddler. I love how dark this movie is, both visually and just in its topic. I still think the ending is a little lackluster. I'm not a huge fan of the ending of this film. But otherwise... I'm really loving it. I love the look of Batman. I love the Batman suit. I love the Batmobile. It looks great. The Batbike looks great. Uh, the woman who plays Catwoman is great. Colin Farrell as the Penguin is amazing. Yeah, It's an extremely enjoyable film and a film I'm very glad I got to see in theaters. Yeah. 
I would say, you know, Batman is a honorable mention for me. I like it. Not as much as uh, plenty of other movies, but it, I think it was good when I saw it in the theaters. I don't think it had like a big effect on me because at the end of the day, it's a Batman superhero movie, but it is really mm-hmm. good. It's, 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 it's very fun. Yeah. Number four <laughs> movie I watched recently. The Speed Art Museum. The new Park Chan-wook movie, Decision to Leave. You know, it, you know, like a Park Chan-wook movie, a Park Chan-wook movie is like, you know, it just, it's, I think ultimately I, I, I left pretty satisfied with this movie. It, it's, it's, once again, it's kind of like a vertigo recapitulation as I've discussed, mm-hmm. but I don't know, from like a filmmaking point of view, from an acting point of view, it just uses everything at his disposal, you know, yeah. and I found something about the romance part of it, like very, um, it's very Hitchcockian, it's very Brian De Palma-esque, of course, mm-hmm. which I like, I like those guys a lot, so it's kind of like, it kind of works with me a little, a lot. The use of technology in the movie is very intelligent and very well done. Um. Yeah, there's just something about decision to leave. I also find it to be a very like funny movie, kind of like a, a typical Park Chan Wook movie where yeah. as the movie continues, it just continues to escalate and escalate um, into these like heights that are just so like over the top <laughs> and insane. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's it's sad. It's fun. It's it's quite funny. Um, and once again, it's just like a movie that just feels like it's firing in all cylinders, like. It just really does feel like, um, yeah, it just really does feel like there's like really nothing out of place, honestly. It's a really solid, just a really solid, really great film where, like I said, Park Chan-wook seems to use everything in his filmmaking disposal to make it. And it's just, it's very masterful. I wish they would have shown a uh, decision to leave here in Reno, but unfortunately that was not going to be an option because it's too, it's too art house for the Reno scene. <laughs> it'll probably appear, it'll probably appear on a streaming service eventually, probably soon. It's a pretty I hope so. celebrated movie. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, we really enjoyed the Park Chan-wook movie we watched here on the podcast. Yeah. So I'm excited to see more of his stuff and I would be very <laughs> excited to see a new film of his. Hell yeah. So number three for me is the Banshees of Insurance. I've long been a big fan of Martin McDonough. I've enjoyed all of his films. In Bruges was probably my favorite film when I was 15, 16 years old. It's kind of one of the films that got me into filmmaking, one of the films that made me love filmmaking. Of course, I've always loved movies since I was a little kid, but that's kind of yeah, my first move in that direction that felt like it's an actual thing that people actually do and I think having talked about the Banshees on the podcast before and having sat on it I think it's now my favorite Martin McDonough movie it's definitely his best looking film as we've talked about before Martin McDonough is not (laughs) famous for his visuals he's not a visual director he's a writer first director second which there's plenty of great directors who are writers first and directors second. So 
anyone who sees this film does have to take that into account. It still looks very nice, but uh, as you have pointed out, Andrew, they yeah, are kind I, I of my cheating. It, it's my <laughs> least favorite part of the movie, but it, it's it's suitable, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, the writing is beautiful. I love all of the performances in it. I think it's very funny. It's very dark. I love the exploration of love and life yeah. and art. And even though it is not a happy-go-lucky film, I left the film very satisfied and I had a wonderful experience. I was afraid going to this film because I did have pretty high expectations for it. And typically when I have high expectations for a movie, I am disappointed (laughs) and I did not want that to be the case with this. But luckily I wasn't. I enjoyed every moment of this film. I enjoyed the look of it. I enjoyed how dark it was. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. Martin McDonough has a very specific type of writing and humor. And if you don't like Martin McDonough's other stuff, you're not going to like this. But for me, it was a very satisfying experience. Yeah, yeah I would say the movie is also pretty high. It's decently high up there. It's like top 10 for me. Mm-hmm. It's good. I think like I think the, the, the core situation too of like a friend basically wanting to break up with his other friend, I think is very, <laughs> uh, it's a good uh, setup. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think I got to go. Number three, the Indian film RRR, <laughs> saw it in theaters, yep. directed by SS uh, Rajamuli. Hugely successful in India. You know, it was so successful that they brought it here, saw it in theaters. It's over three hours long and it is just the most bombastic fucking thing of all time it is just so (laughs) crazy and loud and impressive um this is kind of rr is kind of similar to banshees of inisherin in that it's kind of a a movie about uh a a friendship between two dudes and uh they kind of have a complicated relationship and yeah dude it's just it's just it just goes all out it just really 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 wants to do everything you know it's got music and dancing, but I thought the music and dancing like really like um was uh <clears throat> complimented well in the movie. Nice. Um uh, I didn't feel out of place or anything. Um you know, it's really fun to see like uh like evil British and white British imperialists get uh domed <laughs> um and get beaten and get fucked up. That was really fun to watch. You know, it's just like a complete like hooting and hollering experience you know where you know you can't help but cheer it's just so i don't know it's just so um it's it's like a very inspiring very life-affirming movie um and it's just i couldn't i couldn't i just it has to be seen to be believed it's really long but i think that you know kind of like when we talk about piazza like there's so much stuff going on and there's so much shit happening every single like scene that it really does like keep your interest. Yeah. So yeah, that's number three. It's really good. Wow. Well, I won't say I'm surprised by that selection. You've been talking about so good. Uh, RRR all, all year and only, well, yeah, everyone should only watch good it. things. Good. Everyone should watch it. So uh, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch RRR and Andrew, uh, has 
yep. only talked about it about i think you've talked about it on almost every single episode of the after show. it's just like it's just like out of all <laughs> like it's just like in terms of like big budget studio movies i watched a bunch this mm-hmm. year you know and some i say are up for competition against rr but i don't think any of them are as impressive or as good wow. it just doesn't come close i love it i love it well number two on my list something that uh, from the beginning of the year i thought would be number one from one of my favorite directors of all time, uh, Robert Eggers, of course, creator of The yeah. Lighthouse and The Witch, his new movie, The Northman. Spectacular film. Yeah. Uh, definitely his biggest film, definitely his most ambitious film. Incredible performances all around. Some absolutely amazing winners in this film. Yeah. Everything you would want in a Robert Eggers film. My only complaint with this film really is it might have been a little too ambitious. It might have been a little too big for me. Personally, I think I'd rather have The Lighthouse over something like this, even though the violence in this is incredible. All the fight scenes are so wonderful. I think... like when he does shrooms. (laughs) When he gets high. It's great. That's absolutely great. But I think it just might have been a little too ambitious for Robert Eggers at this point in his career. I still think it's a great film. I think it's wonderful. But is it as good as The Lighthouse? I'm, I'm going to take... So. But it's still good. I don't think so. It's still yeah. very good. Very enjoyable film. <laughs> I mean, it's still very Robert Eggers. So, And it's clear that they let Robert Eggers make the movie he wanted to make, which I completely admire because to make a film this expensive and to be allowed to do what you want to do is a big fucking deal. So all the respect for Robert Eggers. I hope he can continue to do this. I hope the Northman, because I know it didn't make a lot of money at the box office and it costs a shit ton of money to make. I hope this doesn't affect his career at all. (laughs) I I think he's still making that Nosferatu movie. Is he really? Okay. I think that's going to be a blast. Yeah. Uh, One of the things I really respect about Robert Eggers and his films is he is very, dedicated to studying the worlds in which he builds i mean spends over a year when he's writing these scripts studying kind of the mythology in this case of the the northman the norse and just very well educated on each topic that he writes and you can clearly see that in all of his films or you're talking about the witch the lighthouse or in this case with the northman so i mean i can only be more excited for every film robert eggers goes out and creates i thought it'd be number one on my list but there is something that ended up being out yeah. which it, it's a bit of a surprise but still a great film i think i think northman like just barely missed my list i would say it's yeah. like number six okay yeah i just think there's some movies that are a little, were a little bit more impactful um you know at number two you have what i think is probably the best horror movie of the year uh zach krieger's krieger's barbarian oh shit crazy ass movie i would not recommend it to you uh though <laughs> okay it's because it's just like it's just like a crazy ass experience um i don't know you're not like super into horror movies maybe i do maybe i do recommend it to you it's a very unexpected watch um fun movie to watch in the theater um I understand like some people didn't like it because they thought like the movie's kind of like cheating a little bit, but I thought, I think that when it kind of does, it does kind of like a big transition in the middle of the movie that is very interesting. Mm. And I found that very unexpected and very um, well done. Um, I think all the horror elements are really nice. 
the film bo- bo- uh, borrows from a ton of other movies um like evil dead um awesome. angst um i think that's what okay. it's called the german movie angst is a great wait no it's, isn't it yeah angst yeah the german movie where you you it's like a pov like horror movie where you're from the perspective of a killer just released from prison who breaks into like a home to kill a woman and he really oh, yes. he really kills her yeah it's pretty dark there was some stuff in there that reminded me of that movie um yeah it's just like a really exciting kind of wild movie um i've watched like some zach krieger interviews too where he does a really good job at kind of like talking a little bit more about the movie and it sort of also unlocks like more kind of like content behind it um you know it kind of talks about a lot of like contemporary like issues but i think it does so in a pretty interesting way um i don't know i just think it's like a good intelligent rancid movie and um yeah and i i think it's more I think I think it's a little bit. I would say it's about as impactful as like Get Out was, you know. I, but I think I like Barbarian a little bit more as a movie. Okay, wow, it's rocks. It's really good. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. All right, number one on my list: a film I did not expect to be at the top of my list. A film that I had watched the prequel or original version of. Uh, for the first time this year did not think I would love that movie as much as I did but I, it really couldn't be anything else when I was creating this list it took me a while to get my two three four and five but number one was always number one and that is Top Gun Maverick it's just no, an it's absolute the, the blast danger zone. <laughs> it's the danger, the danger zone, zone. <laughs> everything about this film is just wonderful it's everything a sequel should be Tom Cruise is a crazy person and it is yeah, he's just fantastic to see him back. And maybe part of the reason it's that number one on my list is I, I just did not expect nearly what I did. I mean, before watching Top Gun Maverick, I'd seen Top Gun for the very first time only a few weeks before. And I absolutely loved Top Gun. And so Great, I maybe. thought there was no way that Top Gun Maverick, you know, I thought it was gonna be a big disappointment. They showed it in theaters for like six months. I mean, insane amount of time they showed this movie in theaters because everyone loved it. You know, young people (laughs) loved it. Old people loved it. Everyone's loving this movie. And there's good reason for it. The action is incredible. The jet planes that they use are amazing. I know this movie originally was supposed to come out like 2020 or 2021. Like literally, I remember seeing, I remember in early 2020 seeing like previews and stuff for it. So I guess this is a bit of a cheat because it's technically not a 2022 movie. But no, I mean... it's not. It came out in 2022. <laughs> okay. It's not cheating. I just, oh my God, it's just so wonderful. It's definitely not it's sick. the best made movie on this list. Like they're definitely, I mean, it's probably not as good as The Northman or maybe even Banshees in, in certain respects, but it's definitely the most enjoyable movie I watched this year. I can't think of a movie... <laughs> that I saw in theaters this year that I had more fun watching. I mean, just a blast from the moment it started to the moment in literally on the edge of my seat. I could not have had a better time with this film. So I, yeah, so good. It, it's gotta be number one. Yeah. Once again, like Top Gun also is just barely off my list at number seven. Um, very, very just almost, almost there. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it, it rocks. It's such a cool ass movie. <laughs> it feels so propulsive, and uh, I think it goes in some unexpected directions here and there that are kind of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like a really exciting movie, and like you said, for a long, it's probably the most successful film of the year. But then again, yeah. you have Avatar two, so I think that <laughs> it's probably going to be like second or third. Yeah. It's most successful film of the year, which that's fine. It's still like a really good movie and, uh, you know, a testament. And, you know, got, got to give it up for it too, just because, like, you know, Tom Cruise, one of the last movie stars, and uh, we ought to see him, you know, be a movie star <laughs> for as long as he's still around. Absolutely. Yeah. Number one, though, number one, best movie of the year, in my opinion, though. <laughs> also saw this movie in theaters had a very good I, I guess i watch all these movies in theaters in my top five um i also saw northman and top gun as well um mm-hmm. i guess like some quick honorable mentions though before i go number one um i've already we've already talked about banshees and northman and top gun that which i liked mm-hmm. a big fan of ambulance love that movie <laughs> michael bay legit amazing movie also a really big fan really enjoyed it this was like the first movie i saw in theaters i think in 2022 which is a jackass forever the fourth jackass movie (laughs) really funny really great good cast i know you're completely uninterested i don't care (laughs) but yeah it was just it was just like i couldn't that was a good start to the year um but yeah number one david cronenberg's crimes of the future Best movie of the year, easily. Insane fucking movie. Completely mind-bending shit. Cronenberg is, of course, in his late period. He's fucking old, very old. He's um, an old man. I think he's almost 80. Old, old and yeah, man. he's just kind of on his eight late period director kind of, you know, status. And this mm-hmm. is very late period. It's very awkward, but clearly made by like a master and i like the weird technology i like the 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 performance kind of art aspect of it it's such an awkwardly made and put together movie but i just it's so fucking funny it's so just mind-boggling you know it's just when nowadays i think like movies are just they're so predictable mm-hmm and they're so complacent and they're boring and they, they, they're afraid of doing anything unpredictable or weird most of the time. Even some of the movies that I picked for my like top five list, I mean, like, you know, even those movies are occasionally prone to that. But Crimes of the Future is so weird and mind-boggling and is just so, like, creative. You know, Cronenberg takes a lot of, you know, elements from his other movies as well into this existence video room to an extent but i just found myself completely like captivated by its its view of the world its view of the future its view of of our bodies um mm-hmm. which you know of course cronenberg is very much known for is kind of like you know his 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 his, his fear of the body and like what it is and what it could become yeah and you know, I, I just love a good-ass science fiction story like that. I love a good science fiction movie like that. It is easily the best movie of the year, mostly just because it's just it's it's brave 
it's it's just yeah it's like a brave movie that dares to say what is really wrong um yeah best movie of the year for sure once again i haven't seen avatar but we'll see <laughs> i i would expect nothing less from you, bro. <clears throat> I, yeah. i'm amazed that we don't have any films in our top five that uh coincide with each other not a single one no we don't we are both that's crazy we did not plan this both of our lists are completely <laughs> different you and i have somewhat different tastes i think yeah there are some things that we definitely agree on like you know we like westerns and we like uh certain action movies i guess um but yeah like and you know you and i have seen have watched different movies as well it's a good point um there's some on your list that i haven't seen yeah i haven't you seen were, you were... your list i don't think i've seen any of them on your list actually Crimes of the so. Future, no barbarian. No, uh, I've seen, I, I don't okay. Think I've Crimes of the Future. Oh, you have Crimes seen Crimes of the Future. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's. Yeah, I, I think that's the only one on your list yeah. that I've seen. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't seen Bullet Train, and I haven't seen. That's um, the last. Yeah. But um, none of us had put everything everywhere. Yeah, it was an honorable mention on mine. Uh, speaking of honorable mentions, everything everywhere was on honorable lynch mention. It probably probably cracks the top 10 for the year pretty enjoyable film i don't know looking back on it i seem to like it a little less than it's just okay experience it's not as good as that was a movie that was really annoying where it came out and everyone was freaking out about it and you go and see (laughs) it and you're like you know what this is good but i don't think it had that big of an impact on me yeah absolutely uh i felt the same way about fablemans (laughs) i enjoyed it but it's fine. It, I'm happy that people like it a lot and I'm glad that they do, but it just, it wasn't for me. You know, if I'm going to go see a Spielberg film, I want to see something big. I want to see something larger than life. So something yeah. that I did not expect to be on the list uh, was Hustle, the uh, Adam Sandler good. movie. Yeah, that's on my list. That, that was definitely a, an honorable mention. Just a very enjoyable <laughs> like sports movie. Yeah. I'm not a huge sports movie fan. I know some people love, love it. I know you love them. It's but really this movie, Hustle was a blast. It almost, it was very close to making the top five because it's it's just a blast of film. Adam Sandler's great it's in it. It's just really good. You know, it's just like, a, like yeah. of course, it has all of like your boilerplate standardized uh, stuff when you're talking about, you know, your sport film but it doesn't matter it's still very <laughs> enjoyable like even though you know exactly what's gonna happen from the moment it starts it's still a good time yeah it rocks yeah that's pretty much my 2022 you know list and entries and all that shit yeah. decent year it was all right yeah, it's not bad i wasn't blown away by this year's film selection to be honest like when I look at my top five, I'm like, there's some good films on there, but yeah, I agree. There's definitely been years that have been. What what what's the worst movie that you saw this year? That the came worst out this year? movie that I saw that I that came yeah. out this year. Like, okay. Yeah. Give me a, give me a second to go on the letterbox and because uh... <laughs> the worst movie I saw this year is probably different than the worst movie that came out this year. Yeah. What what's the worst movie that you saw that came out this year? Oh, okay, easy, Elvis. 
I, I I'm not a fan of that movie, but I I, I don't think it's the worst one <laughs> that I've seen. But it, it is definitely uh, not good. Actually, no, I take that back. I didn't realize this count as here. Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Okay, <laughs> let's <laughs> that's, go. That's probably the worst. Yeah, it, that's got to be the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. What was your worst movie of 2022? Um, you know, I saw that Adam Project movie. That was really bad, but I barely remember anything about it. So it almost doesn't count. Really fucking terrible movie. Um, what's something about as bad? Um, Black Adam. Oh, Black Adam is up there as well. This is the worst, one of the worst movies I saw this year. And along Jumper? with Black Adam. Well, Jumper's I- not new. But no, no, that was a bad movie too. <laughs> Black Adam and uh, Morbius, I watched this uh, year. Morbius. Um, those are like the only superhero movies I watched this year. I only wanted to watch like the really bad ones. Um, yeah. You know, abysmal year for superhero movies. I mean, obviously, like I'm primed to hate them, but what? Doctor Strange, Thor, Love and Thunder. Wasn't it? Um, what uh black adam morbius um and i'm only talking about movies and not talking about the shows right um yeah like those are the kind of like the top superhero movies and they flopped like no one really liked them damn oh batman one there's one good one oh batman. yeah batman <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah batman is the one good one i will say but yeah like yeah, Black Adam was terrible. Morbius was laughably bad. I think everyone should watch that movie because <laughs> it was really funny. Um, I was disappointed with the new Alex Garland movie. I don't think it was a bad movie, but I wasn't a fan of it. Um, big disappointment. Um, what else? Yeah, I think those are... Fresh was also a bad movie. Fresh was also bad, yeah. I did not like that movie. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, that yeah, those are some of the worst ones. Wow. Spiderhead was bad. Yeah, I don't think it was terrible. I don't think it was very good. I think relative to the what it came from, it was pretty bad. Like if it could have done a lot of good stuff, because it's George Saunders, you know, one of the greats. Right. But it was not adaptable. Surprisingly, same director as uh. Yeah, as your favorite movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> a bit baffling although it was a netflix original so which you can tell that's maybe the worst thing that i watched outside of movies this year was maybe the bill maher special hashtag adulting (laughs) that might have been the worst thing that i watched this year like piece of content that's really terrible that sounded awful let me see the worst thing i watched this year I mean, it, it TV, probably was, yeah. yeah. It probably was Fantastic Beasts. It's probably the worst film I watched this year, but... <laughs> oh, my God. It, it's so... Elvis is probably a little bit more, uh, you know, there's probably at least, like, you know, some stuff going on there, but yeah, like... At least he's trying. You... At least with Elvis, he's trying. Like, Fantastic yeah. Beasts, there's no... And, and Awesome Butler's okay. He's all right. He, he gives a good performance. I mean, he gives, does a good Elvis. Yeah, but, but the Fantastic Beasts movies, it's like, who the fuck likes this? You know? 
I can't imagine. Uh, I have no idea who he's <laughs> for. But the worst thing I watched in 2022, even though Fantastic Beast is probably still top three worst, uh, is After, which is a movie we talked about way back in February. After oh, I it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Wattpad original. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It may be one of the worst things to have ever been created in the history well, of film. Well, well, now, well, now I want to. Yeah, you told me about this movie. Very interesting. Very. Uh, I, I think you should watch it. I think you would enjoy it. I, I think I ought to. Yeah, I'm trying to think now. Now I'm trying to think of like what was the worst like thing that I like worst movie that I watched this year. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. Um. I mean, I did, I did, I did just mention the Bill Moore hashtag adulting special. That was yeah. pretty bad. That was pretty not good. <laughs> um, yeah, I was pretty much. Oh, and I also, you know, I another thing that I watched, um, was another Bill Maher movie that he's in called. It's a documentary that he made. Did I tell you about this? What's it called? Oh, it's called Rel- Religious. Yes, we talk, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We did? Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that was one of the worst things I watched this year, too. Terrible documentary. One of the worst documentaries I've ever seen. Horrible. And yeah, that was really bad. Um, God damn, just, just, just terrible movie. Jumper was really bad. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's a bad one. Yep. What do you think is outside of movies that came out in 2022? What do you think is the best well, uh, movie you've watched this year? The best movie I watched for the first time. Yeah, like let me let me see. I wonder what <clears throat> yeah. I'm looking right now. I'm gonna well, I think... I'm gonna say yeah, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. I'm gonna say a couple that I think definitely are on the list, but I'm not sure which one is gonna be on top. Um, this isn't technically a film, but the Beatles get back. I saw for the first yeah. time this January. That's good. I mean, it's it's fucking incredible. Easily top five Absolutely. movies that I saw this year. Uh, King of Comedy saw for the first time. Amazing movie. Amazing. Possibly my favorite Scorsese film. I mean, probably still gonna go with it's After really Hours, but fuck, King of Comedy is so is so King of Comedy is good. so iconic, dude. Rupert Pupkin. Ugh. Classic character. Amazing. <laughs> um, my darling Clementine, which we actually watched for the podcast. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the best <laughs> movies we watched this year on the podcast for sure. We watched some good movies this year. We pick. We, I think we get pick good stuff typically. Yeah, good picks. We need to watch something really bad sometime. We just need to pick a movie that we know is going to be <laughs> shitty. This is, yeah, it, it's going to happen sooner or later. Stalker watched her first time. Stop amazing movie. Perfect movie. Fucking amazing. Although I think my favorite movie that I watched in 2022 for the first time. It's probably Ed Wood. Ed Wood is Ed Wood. fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good that's so that movie is great. I don't blame you, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, I love I love I love Ed Wood. It's been I need to I need to you know what I will say like um 
I didn't mention this in the in the actual episode, but I didn't ask for it. But my parents were very, very, very nice to me this year. Um, and they got me for Christmas a 43-inch LG 4K television. Wow. So that was crazy. That's amazing, man. That's I fucking awesome. That. You can watch all kinds of shit on there. 4K shit, yeah, I can man. Now watch, I, I can now watch things in 4K. So yeah, like... Uh, That's awesome. So... Yeah, I've been like watching, of course, various movies here and there this week on it, and uh, yeah, it's just everything looks so fucking good. Looks great. You gotta watch something. You gotta watch like a Dennis the Neville movie. Like you gotta watch something big, you know. I did. I did watch. I did um, watch a little bit of Dune um, okay. to kind of test it out. Just to like yeah. when I when I installed <laughs> it, I was like, I gotta watch Dune because it streams on HBO Max and 4K. Um, yeah. Blade Runner twenty forty nine doesn't though. Um, but Dune does. Ah. So I was like, I want to see the fucking 4K. And yeah, it just looks great. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. I I'm having a very good time watching um all my, you know, favorite movies. Uh, you know, just just watching various films um mm-hmm. on a nice big screen. Great silence looked amazing. Looked really yeah, good. So I was very excited about that. Um but yeah, just in terms of like um like my best my favorite first watches mm-hmm. i mean just to kind of like run through them high and low was great stalker yeah. i watched for the first time this year too which was amazing you yep. um i i uh what else uh i watched mishima wait no i didn't that was last year um yeah you know the only movie that i rated five stars um outside of movies i've rewatched this year is high mm-hmm. and low Damn. I mean, Kurosawa. I think it's <laughs> it's probably my favorite Kurosawa film. I mean, it's so fucking Well, good. no. Ikiru is still my favorite, but High and Low is probably like top three Kurosawa. Yeah. Fucking amazing. But, you know, I watched Once Upon a Time in the West, Modern Times. <laughs> you know, I really enjoyed um, exploring the films of uh, Takeshi Kitano. You know, mm-hmm. his movies were amazing. Um, I watched JFK for the first time. That's a great movie watch more Michael Mann movies. That was really fun. Watch more John Woo movies. That was really great. Double Indemnity is great. You know, uh, All That Jazz was another great movie oh, we watched. Fuck, Malcolm I forgot X. about All That Jazz. So good. Ikiru. Ikiru, yeah. Watch Seconds for the first time. To Live and Die in LA. Like I said, The Insider, Michael Mann movie. Just mm-hmm. a lot of good movies this year. Um, this year too, for the first time, I watched like Sweet Smell of Success, The Long Goodbye, Seven Samurai, Peeping Tom. You know, I did, I did watch The Great Silence for the first time this year too in January. So that movie is amazing. So a lot of great movies this this year. All those were some of my favorites. Um, I think my some of my favorite like theater experiences though, because <clears throat> you know we have the we have the arts the. Uh, um the uh what is it called speed yeah the The speed art museum yeah yeah and uh i had some like really good theater experiences you know we saw uh, memoria memoria was an amazing theater experience another amazing theater experience was seeing inland empire that was Mm -hmm. amazing seeing inland empire we saw petra von kant in uh 35 millimeter which was amazing Ooh, I will. So, one other movie I'll talk about is uh, a movie that I watched this week, actually, and I think it's just barely coming in as one of the best movies I watched this year for the first time. 
It's the Todd Haynes 1995 film Safe, starring Julianne Moore. Okay. I had heard about the movie through Letterboxd specifically, since a lot of people that I followed liked it. Mm-hmm. And we finally checked it out this weekend. Unbelievable movie. One of the greatest movies I've ever seen, easily. Completely crazy shit. Great, wow. great movie about like so many different things. You know, it's just it's like about a woman played by Julianne Moore, and she's really fucking good. That like gets sick, but she doesn't really know why. Okay. And so she's kind of like trying to explore and find out like what's wrong with her. Has the best direction of any movie I've seen in a long time. Like really great direction. Lots of wide shots of like rooms and houses and stuff. I don't know. I could go on and on about the movie. It's just so packed full of like content. But when I say content, I don't necessarily mean like dialogue or like situations. It's just like there's so much that you could read into it in a really interesting way. Okay. And yeah, I just, I was honestly like kind of shocked how good it was. Wow. <laughs> yep. Words. Really good. All right. Very cool. Well, should we leave, uh, should we leave it at that for this week and save the movies we watched this week for next week's podcast? Yeah, that's fine. Since we're already like an hour into this and I have some, yeah, we're all, there's a couple been... of films that I watched this week that I'd, I'd like to have quite the combo with you about. So I don't want to have, yeah, to it's fine. Like, yeah, we've talked about combo. That. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you all for listening. That is our 2022 year in review. Some really great films watched this year. Some really bad films watched this year. Hopefully 2023 will be even better. And thank you for listening. Let's fucking go. Thank you. <laughs>